0: I'm Jody Weitz, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes, to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I am Jody Weitz, your professional coach, making sure that you are able to work in a fantastic setting, getting all your dreams and being successful. Uh, I'm going to welcome Tom Basie here today. Hi, Tom.
1: Hi, Jody. Thanks for having me today.
0: Now, my pleasure. After a long career as an engineer and project manager in corporate America, both in telecom and medical devices, Tom is now an entrepreneur in the financial insurance industry. Wow, that's up. That's bouncing around, Tom. <laughs>
1: it really is.
0: Yeah, you got a you got a little bit of everything. So you know, you were in. Um, a previous job as an engineer and now you're in insurance why the switch
1: well there's several reasons to that first off was not unlike haircut president i was a customer initially someone while i was still in corporate america called me and talked to me about a cancer specific policy and that resonated with me so actually i purchased one of those while i was still working I actually wanted a second career because corporate America was great for me. I worked there 30 years and I, it was great for me and always, but I I was tired of an hour commute one way. I wanted to be the entrepreneur that you remarked. And so I was looking, for, I was actually going to become a teacher. I was actually, I'd taken all the online courses and I was certified. and I actually had student teaching lined up and then someone approached me about an opportunity. Insurance. So it was rather happenstance, but it's a combination of, Wanting another career, understanding the value, and I actually—that's—I've been using insurance products one form or another. I've life insurance for since the '90s, so actually I was quite versed in it. So it—it it kind of fell into place for me. It, 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 the financial solutions allowed me to be an entrepreneur.
0: That's great. And it it sounds like you were ready too. You know, you were looking Mm -hmm. for another opportunity. Um, He didn't really know what the next step was. And isn't the universe great? It just presents itself to say, you're going to jump. Is it time? Is it the right time? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Um, And, you know, you are specifically in insurance. Um, on your own or I know that uh, you're specifically doing Medicare and Medicare supplements is that correct
1: well I concentrate on that because that's easy once I articulate somebody then they understand both the market that serves and the solutions but on the contrary that's not all I do that's and so I do both health insurance and I don't do everything in health insurance there's a lot that's a big spectrum there so I do certain solutions in the health room and then actually there's a series of financial solutions be it long-term care life insurance policies life insurance policies become so uh uh full-featured they're very flexible so you can accomplish a lot of different things with it. so i i i do of us we don't have enough time on your uh on your podcast <laughs> to, to talk about all of things to go but, through
0: that yeah but you I, know I was, yeah and it sounds like you are a self-starter when you want something You are going to learn it, you're going to take courses, you're going to dig up every bit of research that you can to be good at it and to be an expert at it. Um, Were there any stumbling blocks from switching to 30 years in one industry and then starting on your own?
1: Um, Inevitably there were some, but fortunately there were just certain parallels that I was able to exploit. So number one, actually, for many years, I was working as a project manager. And to your point, even in there, I switched from telecom to medical device. In a certain way, anybody doing anything that is a project when you're trying because there's time and resources and you kind of make some objectives and measure it. So in a certain way, fortunately, project management kind of prepared me to a certain extent, maybe at least to to do the to accomplish things as an entrepreneur. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared, for example, uh to seek out new clients, although I had some customer facing roles that was new to me. So actually. Interfacing with customers was a was a stumbling block. Having because m- my customer interface was more just presenting solutions once they're already done or delivering, not necessarily new business development. So that right. was that was digging
0: like, digging that up, which is a large part of the financial and I mean a- industry and the medical business. Like right, it. really, you got to find the, every single yeah. business. So mm-hmm. can you tell me and our listeners what is the best way to get clients?
1: You know, I will share with you my thoughts. No, I to answer your question, no, I can't say the best way. So I, I try a variety of them, and there's certain cliches that apply. So one, it depends on your market. So for example, when I I offer solutions to Medicare, one of the best ways for me, in fact, I, I take metrics on this too. So I'm an engineer at heart. I have to use numbers, right? So <laughs> actually, uh, it is still direct mail works best for me. So although the COVID and stuffs have forced more people to be technology comfortable, savvy, what have you. I still get more from a direct mailing else for at least over 65. that's but, but, great mm-hmm. yeah but uh, i do do a variety of things so i do i i use uh networking uh, virtual events i use social media so i do a variety of different methodologies so, I, so there's not one best one for me i haven't found the uh the the magic the silver bullet or anything so i do a variety of different things to try to find new folks to help
0: that's great. Um, direct mail, uh, boy, uh, you know, I'm in uh, San Francisco Bay area and everything is digital. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. So in direct mail, are you doing, um, uh, extremely local, um, mailings or, um, well,
1: let's talk about that. Number one. Uh, so, as I mentioned, for one thing, I'm an independent broker. So, I'm appointed with a lot right. of different carriers. Right. So, sometimes I can partner with them and they will actually do mailings. And so, certainly, they prefer. So, in other words, and I'm appointed in different states, not every state, but some. So, yes, by definition, my mailings and they, you know, direct mail. I personally, I'm not a fan of direct mail. I prefer to do it electronically. But if this is what my number says working for the time being, I'm going to work on this. I pursue digital solutions uh, concurrently. I'm trying to make that better. But right now, number one, my CRM says it's still direct mail. But so yeah, I can either get branded stuff from different cares that I'm appointed with, or I can do stuff on my own where I have my own personal brand and I reach out to people just kind of see and 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 I can so that's the thing again. Medicare is used to talk about that's when you're 65 approximately. You can get on mm-hmm. Medicare earlier if yeah. you're disabled and stuff. But so it's it's quite targeted, yes. Now having yeah. said that, I still have it, as you might imagine, <laughs> you're being polite, but I, as you might imagine, I have a low, it's a low return, right? And I I have to mill out a thousand. 500 or a thousand to get single digit response rate. But what is intriguing though, people will hold that thing. So I get calls to you like, I've been holding this thing for two years, I'll turn 65. So actually there's an (laughs) interesting, there's an interesting latency associated with that that methodology of marketing, but that is my number one for at least certain clients.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's different than digital. Everybody is going digitally Mm -hmm. and it is something different. And and they can't hold on to that. They can't say, boy, Tom looks like a trustworthy, nice guy. I'm going to, you know, when I'm 63 now in two years, he's the one I'm going to call to figure mm-hmm. out this whole Medicare puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what, ta- what is probably your most challenging way to get, clients what what haven't you figured out or what are you not sure from a metric standpoint well the success- metrics
1: say my lowest one number six for me and i may have onesie onesie twosies don't count but, my, but number six for me is social media so i can choose, that's the one that i want to work and so i actually have significant presence in multiple platforms i claim to do a good job that is i behave myself on social media i present uh useful information to people i don't bombard them with Hey, I'm an insurance guy, buy for me. So I feel like I'm doing all the good stuff, but I'm still not killing it. I'm still not uh beating customers off the, the, the door with via right. social media. So that's the one that I and and I engage people, I engage professionals and do this and that, but I'm still not killing it yet. But I can I'm making progress. <laughs>
0: right it, it's a very difficult metric to establish where you know i, I know always asking how would you hear about me mm-hmm. um and and that helps but you never know with social media mm-hmm. and i like the fact that you're offering useful information that will help to establish you as the expert
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is and great.
1: i personally i mean i believe in reciprocity so even if i'm like I personally, I don't even like to sell things to people. I for, prefer to have a conversation and to see if there's some problem for which I have a solution I don't like to be sold to. And then similarly in a social media environment, put up a picture of your dog. That'll be cute too. And then everyone, and then tell me what you do know is expert. So I kind of do that same thing. Right. I, I so I reciprocate, I, I kind of treat people the way I want to be treated.
0: That, uh, that is a good goal in work and life. Yeah. And frankly, I like seeing people's pets. <laughs> yeah right. No, they're
1: cute, right? That's my point. So I do that something, and, and I, I I did a metrics review within the past week or so with somebody's helping me myself, and they're and like keep putting more dogs. The people of uh, the people because they I have a grand dog and he's cute. He's photogenic. So yeah, <laughs> people like that. You know now, now I'm not getting. I don't have a call to action there. You know I don't say. Right because it's not it's just that cute picture of a dog. But yeah, the, the metrics say people like dogs. Yeah, newsflash,
0: yeah. <laughs> newsflash, people like pets, right? And silly cat videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a mix because we get to learn a little more about you beyond just somebody who is selling us insurance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I frankly love having conversation about pets. I love my pets. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. So you know, as an entrepreneur, what, what kind of tools are you using that you find value with that our listeners can uh, check out either apps or, mm-hmm. or beyond
1: apps? The 1st two I'll, I'll mention two particular that just work very well for me that are invaluable. One of them as cliche as it is, it is the calendar. And so I use that I live and die by the calendar. It's color coded and it, and it, and really I use I will say a particular one because I know Calendly. So you can you can yep. get a, a, a so you can get certain applications that will then function with whatever whichever calendar choice you prefer. Everybody has their own preference, right? And so I've got it and I've got it linked, and so it's beautiful. And so I make that whether it's a, in a variety, whatever communication of digital communication. Often I make that because it's just more convenient. In other words, half the time I don't know when I'm available. I don't know, but if you'll just pick that link, you can find a spot that both you and I are available. So I just find. The use of that and then like I say, the calendar, I I I every morning I can get up and I'll look and see. It's so so it's a day I plan my day that way, right? So I can plan my day, people can be on there. It's a pleasant surprise when somebody's booked on there, right? So and they can't, they can only get in more have an an opening anyway. They're not gonna they can't double book me. So I I like it. So I I use calendar and then and and applications that work with that to to plan my day and, and to collaborate with people. That's number one.
0: Yeah, and it, it takes uh, the human aspect. I don't, um, you know, of double booking because yeah. I have done that. Things haven't made their way in their calendar yet. They're written on a scrap of paper on their way. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's a great one. What's the and other time one?
1: time zone too? It's another help yeah. of that too. I, I can't half the time I'll get confused or if Arizona <laughs> right. isn't observing are they, it. Are they on at
0: noon? Or are we yeah, on yes. at noon? Which time zone was it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. The
1: other one. The other yeah. one is CRN and so I that is invaluable to me and that almost let me think about that uh, in a certain way if, as a project manager I always use project scheduling tools and so in a certain way the CRM is kind of like that because literally each potential when I meet someone for every single person that I meet doesn't get into there but if but if I'm going to have to do if I know so I want to follow up with the person I'm going to continue the dialogue if I owe them some information whatever well then they get entered into my CRM and so I use that to track keep help me keep track of who I met right what's so whether it's keeping information on that prospect or keeping tabs on what I want to do, it's, it's invaluable. And then the other half is once they become, once I've enrolled them in something, I press the button, I convert them and they moved over and the CRM I use calls them contact to me, their clients, customers, whatever you want, but then they're moved over there and then I'll track what solutions they have. So that, that thing is just invaluable to me for customer care, if you will, customer care and, and prospecting. So a CRM of sort. Uh, Great. And,
0: yeah. And, and which uh, CRM do you use?
1: I will tell you because I it's very useful for me. You know, that that can be just like the the calendar tools polarizing. Oh people, but I I use Salesforce. Salesforce based in the Bay Area.
0: There there are
1: other ones, I'm sure, and I and I get the impression some of them do well, but but it's the one I've 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 kind of read they they seem to me as the industry standard back at the time when I was looking for it, and I still continue to like the function I provides. Very full featured. Some people, some people contend it's 2 full feature, I think, but I just, I guess I just don't use those portions yet. but yeah, I use Salesforce. Right.
0: Use what you need, and they're a uh, good, good support?
1: Seemingly, yes, I can't, uh, to your point, I've reached out, I don't have too often, but I find yeah. that I get to talk to a human eventually when I, when I press the button, do you know, you got it, they want you to use the, the frequently asked questions or the yeah. chat event, but of eventually course. if I can not it.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course, that's great to hear. Um, thank you for both of those, calendar and CRM, and you're off and running. Now, Tom, how do you keep yourself motivated? How do you keep yourself at your desk every day, uh, pushing yourself through because insurance and, you know, in financial industry, I mean, that, that, that's a tough business.
1: You know, it is, but now you've asked me the most challenging question you posed to, because that, that is a tough one. And, or let me think about that. Number one, I have some, everybody has some level of intrinsic motivation, kind right? And I may not even be self-aware, I'm just I'm very fortunate because I've worked so long because I only had one son. He's already graduated. He's a couple of years out of college now. Actually, I don't have the motivations of many people. Uh, my wife is already eligible for retirement. So it's an intriguing. one. Uh, so some of it, that's a that's a challenging question. So I have some level of for, for one thing. I think it's unhealthy not to do anything. So actually, even if I even if I was retired from corporate America after 30 years, I don't think you should sit at home and watch TV. I think I think it's unhealthy. So from a from a personal preservation standpoint, I do. So I, I have a personal drive. So my my survival drive makes me do something. So I'm going to get in the morning to something as as uh, as mundane. So, you know, some people like to poo poo accounting. Also, there certain professions that get a better insurance isn't known as glamorous. Right. But but I do find that I actually I'm helping people. So yeah. I, I like that. Uh, and, and in fact, in the extreme, that's the reason. One of the reasons I mentioned Medicare because not everybody wants to talk about life insurance. That's not fun. So uh, Considering someone's own mortality, so that's a tough one. Where conversely, Medicare, they want it. They're looking for someone because that can be confusing. So uh, I, I like to help. So my motivation is self-preservation and helping others. And then actually, there is candidly, here's something unique to the industry. I would say there's a couple of maybe rock stars and other, But my point is the whole thing about. Leaving a legacy in the insurance policy, you do build a book of business. If you're a if you're a brain surgeon, when you stop performing surgeries, they typically don't compensate you anymore for that. But it, <laughs> in the insurance industry, if I'm I enrolled my son and his girlfriend in a couple of thirty year terms, well, although it may be a small amount, I get a little bit each year that their policy remains in force. So as I I I'm accumulating a book of business, I'm building my practice, whatever you want to say. And my son has his license now, so I can actually even. Move that off. You know, it can, it can become a family business. So, what I've learned in the past was, huh, there's actually some redeeming from a business model standpoint. There's some real redeeming characteristics of this financial industry.
0: Yeah, and, and it sounds good, and I love the um, um, the joy you get from working and helping others, mm-hmm. and and doing you know something each day that that helps your drive that you say, I, I just I have to do this, I cannot n- not
1: mm-hmm. do
0: this. And that's great. And the fact that you know, your son is working, potentially maybe working with you But he could, it, right? Eventually, he could inherit yeah. that business, right? Yeah, now. it doesn't get better than that. When you get to work mm-hmm. with uh, a child and, and help them to be the best that they can be in what mm-hmm. they're doing. Um, so, um, when you're not doing insurance, Tom, what, uh, what fun things are you doing to help keep yourself created, creative, healthy, and, um, you know, this is a big part of our work life is doing stuff that builds in our, in our personal life, builds us up.
1: I'm passionate. As you say that I'm passionate about work-life balance. So not, although I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's also unhealthy to be a workaholic. And some of the some of the this efficiency we've gained from being quite virtual actually has a negative impact because then it's difficult to define when you're not you're not working. Hmm. So I have good answers for that. So number I have good one. So number one, actually Duolingo and/or other maybe they're Brit. I'm studying another language. So I already speak Spanish fluently, but I'm studying French. And some of my points, that's something that I do for fun. But then actually soccer. I'm passionate about soccer. So I watch (laughs) soccer. I play soccer, I coach soccer. And when I coach, I'm really I'm, I'm volunteering at a local high school that COVID kind of had a negative impact on the, the, the soccer program. So I've, I've been helping them kind of reestablish that. So mm-hmm. soccer takes up a big thing. Uh, perhaps some people could tend more than it should. I'm not that enthusiastic about it, but that's what I do. In fact, yeah, so I'll, I'll say that. So I'm studying a language. And then actually, I love to travel. I'm not traveled as much, obviously the last couple of years, but time permitting, I, I mean, we've already got some. So we've got that travel i want to do some travel and i'm i mean, i'm booking some potentially tonight and the other thing is covid kind of screwed up the concerts i've got six concerts this year knows they kept moving them out and so <laughs> actually good. i go to concerts all the time even though i didn't know that so i went to one la- a week or so ago and i got six more here.
0: that's great i know they kept they, for me they keep moving out the tickets and mm-hmm. um it's exciting and mm-hmm. uh it sounds like you've got a good uh good balance playing soccer working with soccer and then you know, doing something mentally like, uh, you know, learning French, and I'm assuming France will be on uh, on yeah. the travel schedule. I've
1: been there once, but we really haven't done Paris. We're there once in kind of a France-Germany combo, but we're certainly going to go back to Paris and spend a, a week in Paris. i sure I'd love to see other parts of it. Yes, oh, definitely. That's, that's, that's kind of why, right? In other words, I yeah, kind of forgot. Exactly. Yeah, I started. But that's thing. Like, I'm like, I'm 500 <laughs> days into my studies now because I couldn't travel. So I'm,
0: <laughs> right. You you got really good yeah. at. I'm in level three now. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you can ask for whatever you'd like. Mm-hmm. All right, Tom, how can our listeners get a hold of you if they want more information to unravel the puzzle of? insurance medicare and and other things long-term life insurance
1: i would love for them to reach out to me so my name is tom basie and the company's basie insurance and when they google that i the good news is like i say i haven't found the silver bullet yet but i've got i'm doing pretty well so typically i do come up that way uh, so if you Great. someone start, I have, I have a significant presence on the major social channels so they'll find me so if you look up tom basie or basie insurance they can find me
0: okay and i just want to point out that basie is b-a-s-e E-Y. Yes, yeah, very good.
1: And Thanks. And Basie yeah. Insurance.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I just wanted, so if they Google you, uh, they will come up, especially if you put insurance by your name. Mm-hmm. All right, Tom, well, I really appreciate the time that you've spent today, the, the uh, tips that you've given us, the, the uh, tools that are invaluable to you, and uh, just appreciate chatting with you.
1: Well, on the contrary, I'm grateful for you giving me this time. And actually, it goes without saying, you're very good at this. So other people need to go on your podcast as well, because you, you've you demonstrated your understanding of the business kind of independent. I mean, so you've, you've asked some great questions. So thanks very much to you for hosting today.
0: Oh, well, thank you, Tom. All right, you take care. And uh, I will, um, hopefully people will take you up on learning more about insurance.
1: Very good. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks. Thanks. I'm so grateful
0: that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at
1: yourspectacularlife.com
0: dot com.